Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Need to Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and I am joined by my co-host, a friend who, in all honesty, I would love even if they were quirkless, Wes Singleton. Do I have a quirk? Yeah, it's to make me smile, man. Uh, that's a solid quirk. Yeah, I, it's a good one. I, I, I think it's even broader than that, personally, but... Oh, you're saying that your quirk is bigger than just making me smile. Uh, professionally, I'm doing my job very good when a bunch of people are smiling. That being oh, kids. there you go. Sure. I mean, that that does take a special personality. It's basically a quirk. Uh, we are going to be talking about My Hero Season 5 today. Uh, and it'll be... It's crazy to think that we caught up with the anime. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah. No, this is one of the first things we committed to reviewing. Yeah. And, you know, I, we, we took a long time to kind of do it, but I, I think that... Oh, man. We'll get into it. But before we do, Wes, before we get into that, before we even get into our Nerd Effect of the Week, I, I just... You know, with with this kind of going every other week, I wanted to, to do a little segment at the beginning of the show. Just talk about what we've been up to. Like, what have we oh, been... Sure. What have we been doing? What is, what's, where have our nerd gadgets been turning? What about What about you? Oh, well, my nerd gadgets have been Google Drive and Canvas a little bit the last uh, uh, couple of weeks um, in a lot of ways. I think that most of my, like, creative, high-order energy that I feel, like, good and up to on weekends, in the evening, those sorts of things, have mostly gone towards that end. And I feel like the rest of the time I've just been, you know, watching... I did watch a good bit of anime last weekend. I will absolutely put it in there. I watched, uh, um, I caught up on Demon Slayer. I watched uh, Carol and Tuesday, a Netflix show that I, I thought was was fun in lots of ways. And like most anime, had pl- plenty of places where I could point to it as not not the best depiction of everything that I want. And that's okay. Uh, but the music's good for it. I... I don't know. I've been having a good time. Been watching lots of Star Trek as well. Awesome, dude. I have been playing tons of Magic the Gathering. Um, just like a oh, lot good, of Oh, good. Because I have totally stepped off of Magic for a little while. So tell me about what's going on. Uh, well, I mean, standard bannings uh, happen, in the, the, and as well as a, a couple of changes to some other formats. But I just honestly have been playing with um, some close friends of mine. Uh, Quentin and Matthew, uh, two of two of just my best friends, and uh, I don't know. It's it's been really good to just hang out with these guys more and that's cool. Play magic with them. I also got to see Spider Man with my wife. Um, a cu- I think a couple weeks ago. I think it's we had recorded a podcast since then, but uh, got to see Spider Man, and then that's one you have to process, anyways. It was good. It I you know I. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Tom Holland isn't my favorite Spider-Man. My favorite Spider-Man has always been um, Andrew Garfield, for what it's worth. I just I, I do think that it is fun that we get to put those to the test, though, in it, you know, uh, this one. Uh, you know, uh, it, spoiler alert, but the Renaissance... I thought of... I was on the... I, I thought that that was only coming... Oh, no, I know. I'm going to do it. Oh, uh, I think that the 
all of these people jumping on the Andrew Garfield bandwagon after the internet just drug him through the mud is awesome. I'm just glad you guys finally came around. It's funny because, you know, on the internet is a tornado. Would, hold on. Most people would think that I'd be like gatekeeping here, but I'm not. I'm really glad you guys caught up and that we now can appreciate the fact that he is hysterical as Spider-Man and Peter Parker. So, um, yeah, those are those are kind of the big things. I started playing Red Dead Redemption online. Oh, I started a, a, uh, a MOBA or not a MOBA. Sorry, a uh, 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 massive multiplayer online. Right, like uh, yeah, kind of. It it's got it's got some interesting dynamics to it. Um, okay, but it it's been fun and and I don't know. And then also I am uh been in playing Kotor in bed a lot on my Switch. So hmm. yeah, I I need to get back to it, but I also have to find find the time, find the space, uh, the energy. But I'll get there, Spencer. You know who also needed to find the energy was Bakugo. This week's Nerd Fact of the Week might blow your mind, West. Bakugo's original character in the early designs was extremely nice and carefree, and so carefree that he would say things that would just offend people. Very much a Spencer Howland-esque character. Hmm. Um, he was not... So, this... impulsive upbeat but oftentimes out of sync with other people exactly yeah no i that i i that describes people i know in my life namely. yeah <laughs> uh, may... and you as well yeah i i think that actually would have been a more interesting bakugo for what it's worth in ways absolutely i think that the the conversation around when and how and why does a hero smile that uh yeah Bakugo's having internally all the time i think is uh a really complex question and i i wonder how a different bakugo would treat or uh, i guess no I, the bakugo okay why i i had myself on midoriya for a while there but no bakugo absolutely that's a that's a wildly different bakugo oh yeah we're talking about bakugo yeah no i i, I my head was not on that one i dropped that ball yeah, I I think that he would have been different. There are things that I don't know that would have worked well, like as well. I mean, like his kidnapping doesn't work as well. Like there are things that kind of get changed mm-hmm. in a lot of ways if his character changes that much. But you know, it would have been a different show. But it's interesting. Yeah. Well, it's uh the difference of writing Bakugo like the edgy anime anti-hero versus the like typical anime protagonist of like everything just bounces right off of them uh and i don't know i think that uh different different ways that they could tell an interesting story around what's happening for sure let's get into the housekeeping really quick so that we can dive into our main topic first of all the discord we are still doing those valheim nights uh i haven't picked one for february yet i've been pretty busy but we will do one. We have just had some really awesome stuff go on in there. Uh, we've got people playing for the first time. We've got people who are more experienced. And Valheim should have an up, another update really soon. Um, and when it does have that update, when it's announced the date, I will be giving another three copies of Valheim away from this podcast to continue to support what really has become one of my top five favorite games uh, I actually have started a 
series. Well, you've campaigned for it pretty hard with your dollars now, Spencer. I just, I think it's just absolutely, unbelievably amazing as a game. Well, I what I um, hope it does is that it eventually multi-platforms, which is even more ways to spend money on Valheim. Which is oh just man, insane. if good if job. They please. gave me. I I play. For example, I play uh, Minecraft on my Switch with my son. Uh huh. Like, in all honesty, I wish that like just Mac users, right? That just, I just just take it Epic Games, and I would be happy. Yeah. No, I, I I actively wish I could have it on my laptop. That's for sure. Do you have a MacBook? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I think that that would be great. Uh. Anyway, th- so we've got that, but we also have the return of the constructed criticism open series we tried to do a he's a game media version of this last year uh and i got really busy because i got a job brand new job but it is returning and sponsored by oasis games so yeah we got our first event in february coming up uh prizes sponsored by oasis games with additional prizes so if you're a magic player you want to be a part of that it's in our discord and yeah it's you know a huge part of the kind of the he's a game media family ccmtg and it's where it will be dis- that the discord is linked on the event, we'll be running conversations for it through there. Uh, really quickly, just a quick note on the Patreon. I'm looking for feedback for it. Uh, reach out to me. We'll have a conversation. Maybe I'll buy you lunch. Maybe Somebody's I'll on top of it, it sounds like. Buy you a video game. What do you mean? Your, your notification, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just psychics. Yeah, they're... they're I will... I, it actually is from Patreon, for what it's worth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, if anybody has any feedback and things that they'd be looking for in this, we have some pretty awesome engaged listeners that have already given me feedback the last, you know, few weeks and it, it's meant the world. Uh, I've gotten feedback that people would like us to go back to weekly. And as I, that is, it's honestly just kind that people want that in more than anything. Like this yeah. is something that they look forward to. And it, no, I agree that, that, that that's more of a, like that I feel more obligated in like uh um, you you didn't have to weigh, uh, then uh, like I, you know that, that's one of the more dominant ways of feeling about that because right now it's just what we can do. Yeah, it, it's it's honestly just so kind. Uh, this week at a Magic tournament, we obviously we did the eldest review and we called out Patty B. And this week at a Magic tournament, he showed me where he was at in in Brissinger. Um and he's just like, I'm so excited for this series. Like, it oh, really made yeah. me connect with these books again. Um, somebody else uh, told me a couple weeks ago how excited they were for this episode, that they love how passionate I get about uh, my hero. And Boy, do you. It, it's, this is going to be a different a different episode, guys. No, and I, I've strapped in for this one. I'm um, full ready to go for this. If, if you have feedback about the Patreon and things that we could do, um, to even if you don't have the funds right now, I know that times are hard for people, uh, reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you about, like, what do you look for in the Discord? What do you look for in benefits? What do you look for in bonus content? Stuff like that. So, But enough about the housekeeping. Let's go directly into My Hero Academia Season 5, a podcast review. Uh, I'm going to read the what is it this week. Okay. With his fist raised in the air, Endeavor has truly claimed the spot of the number one hero. But does everybody think so? After All, Might's, after All Might's fall, we saw a true hole in hero society. Many question how it can be filled, and some question if it even should be. With that hole comes another one. All for one has been captured, and some believe 
that a theory of a quirk singularity is approaching. Heroes will rise, but will the villains fall? And are villains really bad, or do circumstances create something else? Season 5 of My Hero Academia is darker, deeper, and pulls no punches as it sets up the future of this very popular superhuman society. I hope it stays populous as well. I'm going to be real here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so uh, oh man. Okay. So we're going to have some spoiler-free thoughts if you're not caught up on this season of this anime. Yeah, yeah. We, we will okay, let what you... was I thinking before I sat yeah. down to this <laughs> to this season? Okay. Um so this well, this part yeah. will be the last part that's spoiler free for what it's worth people, and then we will go into spoilers. So I'm gonna go on my first thoughts first on watching it, Wes, while you collect. <laughs> I got it there. I'm yeah, there. You're there. Um Oh man. We'll get into what it was later, but there was a moment during this season of this anime where my wife came downstairs and I was sobbing, like broken down on the couch, tweeting, saying, I don't know if I can watch this show anymore. I I am so broken and sad. I might cry right now. Uh, I don't know if I can I don't know if I can watch this anymore. And and the thing is, is I was thinking about this last night. And how I consume so much young adult content in the books that I read and stuff. And how if, like, you know, some of my best friends, like Mason, will tell me if things are really dark because I don't like it. I get, I, the thing is, is like, like scary movies don't give me bad dreams or, or don't scare me, but they give me uh, really bad dreams. Oh, sure. Um, and dark things give me really bad dreams. And, um... This this season has so many it, it it does such a good job. We kind of talked about it in the season 4 review where there is so much build up of these happy moments and this season has them too where you feel hope and joy and you believe things. Um and then it just rips your heart to pieces. Like, oh, yeah. in a way you never expected. Or maybe maybe no. you expected it, but, like, I, I I did not expect my heart to be ripped the way that it was. Um, And it, it asks huge questions. In all honesty, like, uh, if we were to, like, rank seasons of My Hero Academia, I have no idea where I would put this one. I feel like you could put it anywhere between one and five, make a bold claim and make a statement about it. And it would probably be uh, valid in a whole bunch of ways, but that's just cause like it, it's a, it, you know, it, it's five good seasons of television. Right. They're all, they all deserve to be on the top five. And the order is mostly just about taking things like the things you most appreciate and putting those above the rest. Yeah. So for me, this, my first thoughts watching this season were, of well first of all i love tournament arcs so we'll just say that uh and this was an interesting one i like i like games arcs yeah sure yeah there arcs. you go uh the less it's about uh an audience and the more it's about pride yeah give me that uh, stuff and then the second is just like 
Oh man, I I don't know if I can talk much more without getting into spoilers, but there is the the season was heavy and heavy in a lot of ways and in different ways. Um Yeah, I'm definitely going to cry during this episode, so I might need to go get some tissues. It, it was it was I'm like a loss for words, West. Why don't you go cuz I I actually can't I don't know how to express the way I felt about the season. So going into the start of the season, we are looking at a return to the like status quo baseline normalcy of the show, right? Like we're at school, we're becoming better heroes, we're having a good time with it, we're learning from our past experiences, right? And we get that. We get a good bit of it too. And it it opens up new questions as it always does. It, you know, explores deeper as it always does. It's uh but it's nostalgic for where the show's been. Right? Like that's part of the reason why the fall feels so far is because like the beginning of this gets you right to that precipice where like you're you're sated on like the good vibes of these characters. So that like the next can transition you just in a whole bunch of disorienting directions, right? Like there's a lot of striving to be better, to do more in the rest of it. And a lot of failure to live up to that expectation and a lot and some successes, right? It's both. And like where and how and who it costs you to do that is being examined at every point. I think that I think that this season asked more questions of me than the rest of the seasons combined. Um, one of the things yeah. that we talked about in our last episode, right, when we were reviewing Eldest, is I liked the questions it was asking me. Yeah. Um. Uh, I was talking to my therapist today, uh, during a during a therapy appointment, and. Which, by the way, normalize people. Um, by the way, uh, we actually have the same therapist therapy day, the same therapy oh, day, right? Thursday uh, is, our, is our. Oh, mine is isn't just post. Thursday. Mine is just when it can fit into my schedule. Sure, but, but today was, I guess. Oh, there you go. Uh, but one of the things I've been I've been watching this season to prepare for this episode, and in addition to watching the season, I had some other thoughts about kind of some other things that involve like humanizing people and dehumanizing people. And this season really makes you question what that looks like. Mm. And I think that I have not answered those questions for myself yet. And thus yeah. it can make it hard to talk about this spoiler free. Well, there we go. Should we, should we, should... I, I think we have gone as far as we yeah. dare into this. Uh, anyone who's listening to, to or watching. talk about season five, for no spoilers uh, has watched four seasons of this show. So they know already what to expect in terms of like why they like to be there. And we can promise that it has it and so much more. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Go, go watch it. There's your warning. Overall impressions. This is a high level look into why we loved what we were reviewing. Um, and it might not sound like I loved this season West, but I, I, and I just talked about how, like, I questioned if I could continue watching it, but it wasn't. No, that I strong emotion. 
good or bad is what we want art yeah. to do for us, right? Like we want to feel vivid emotion and you were feeling vivid emotion. Yeah. Um So here's the thing. I um so so there's so many places to start. What makes somebody a hero? And what some makes somebody a villain is probably the questions being asked in this season, for the most part. But it, it's not just like what makes Deku a hero, what makes Iraka a hero, what makes Bakugo I... or Todoroki. It's also like, is Endeavor a hero? Is is being a hero good? Also, is Shigaraki a villain? Is he a victim? Like, what? What is? What is this society? The question being asked has changed, right? From what is being a hero and what does it mean to be a villain? I think in this season, very purposefully, it is far more blended in that the question is. Are the reasons you're fighting worth it? Are they valid? Right? Like, do they move you? You know, and that's what's being tested at every point here, right? Like, it, everyone's being pushed to their limits to, you know, live out their values as best they can here in this season. We did that that villain bracket review, and my entire, but like, opinion of Shigaraki is just out the way, like. I don't even know how I feel about him anymore. Yeah. I don't even know how I feel about Endeavor anymore. My my wife is a is a victim of abuse and we had long conversations about the Endeavor arc. Mm. You know, we would we would talk long after watching the episodes and it's It's really easy for people who like Let's just let's pretend for a second that Todoroki and his family are real people, okay? Yeah. It's really easy for West and I to sit and say what Shoto and his family should do. Because we're not in it. Yeah. And I think that there was like this huge uproar on the internet that's like, how dare you try and make me like uh Endeavor? And it's like I, I don't I don't know that that's the question being asked here. I don't know that the question is, do you like Endeavor? You don't. You don't have to like Endeavor. I think you that... can also begin to see like validity in you know, no one is their worst mistake, and no one is only their greatest achievement. Yeah, and, and Todoroki to has like a... or dislike Endeavor is to focus on only one. If you ask, right? Me. Oh, I completely agree. And there's a moment where Shoto really talks about it. It's actually before Midoriya and Baku even get there, where his brother walks out and he's like, "I I don't know how I feel, Dad. Like I I don't know. You are both the dude that just did that amazing thing, and lifted your hand and gave hope to everyone, including me." Like, we felt hopeless after All Might was gone, and you just restored it. But you're also my abuser, and I'm conflicted. And West and I, we don't get to decide how Shoto feels. No, not at all. Shoto gets to decide. And obviously, Shoto's, you know, made a character. Show writers get to decide. But, like, the point, the question being asked here is the victims of... 
I, I also have a question that's being asked here. So uh, I want to hear yours and I also want to share mine. So go ahead. Yeah, I, I think that I don't even know that it's a question being asked. I think the 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 lesson being taught, at least I hope, and I think that Midoriya and, and honestly Bakugo do a good job of like, this isn't our business. But like, if you want our advice, here it is. Yeah. But like, at the end of the day, it is it is you who needs to make the decision if you forgive your dad or if you want to love him or wh- however you want to feel. Yeah. And uh, but, but, and that events unfold, right? Like that that's the unfairness in all of their uh, like conversations and musings and like working it through together. Is that because it's a narrative that we're gonna watch? That's a uh, you know about superhero action. We're also going to see some things like force its hand. But I, I think that I think I I'm, I wish I remember the other son's name. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can get it for you in a moment. But you know, I think that his response after being kidnapped was like. Also, we're like going real deep down this storyline. There's so many good storylines, by the way. Um, Really quickly, for those who might not be aware, because I'd like to get into West's overall impressions, um, rather than just like diving deep into stuff, there are one, two, three, four, or there are five arcs in this. Uh, two of the arcs only covering two episodes, because two of them are from the previous season, making it four episodes, yeah. and then two of them are at the end of the season. And are probably going to be where we start in the next yeah, season. Yeah, definitely going to be where we start in the next season. So it's like this... I really liked how they did it, which is really funny because I think that was your could be better almost for season four. Was you were like, why did it end that way? Oh, but I mean, man, I, I, but man, I did the... it like okay, now so we know is... why it ended that way. Well, also, also, <laughs> I will also say that I know full well that it is it is my not so much like privilege or. Um, like entitlement, but also like, boy, have I gotten accustomed to like being able to watch seasons back to back of oh, things yeah. you and pinch, like you know pinch. how things actually cap. And I don't even pay attention one lick when I'm binge watching a show to how they're structured, right? Like, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, I'm, like I don't know when a season ends and when it starts, right? Like, I don't. I don't care. Oh, oh no! I'm on season three, episode seven. Oh yeah, and happen? I, I, the, my hero is like the one where, uh, I mean, as we know, if you if you're new to the show, you don't know this, but like, I'll watch the Japanese release when it comes out by myself. I will then watch the English release by myself when it comes out, and then I will then watch the English release with my wife when she gets the chance, and then I'll watch it again for the show. <laughs> so I we I have seen every episode at least four times. Yeah, so that that's just an absurd number of times. Uh. I have watched it like any decent person enough to be able to talk intelligently about it. Sure. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what it takes Spencer. <laughs> I, I am curious though, like my overall question, my overall impression is the questions being asked here. I'm curious, like what your overall impression of the season was. What, I mean, one part of it is what does it mean to grant power to people in your society who in no small part commit violence as their job. Right? That is ultimately part of the hero's job, right? Is fighting. Is actual putting your body on the line with something else and you are also given power the better you are at it. And 
power in this case also means the ability to not have your authority questioned. Um, that's one aspect of the conversation. Another aspect of the conversation is just reminding us, reminding everyone, right? Like just a return to basics of understanding a situation, which is that everybody is going to approach it from their own place with their own story, right? With their own reasons and motivations. And we see that in the season in spades. Yeah, it, it's... I, it, it's funny. One of the things that has... When you have a, a baby, you really come to under... Uh, you come to appreciate the ability to realize that people still exist and things still exist when they're out of your vision, right? And sure. With, and it, it's funny, right? Because, like, it wasn't until this year that I realized that there are, like, humans that... And, in fact, I believe I have some friends that really suffer from, like, the reason that they never text me first or, like, they... Is because, like, I don't exist until I'm at the forefront, Right. Well, I mean, and I struggle with that every day of my darn life, because just ADHD causes that, Spencer. Right. Like, I know. I. I. And I right. We. We just like full on anything that's not in front of our I, faces. I, so I actually don't suffer full. from this, for what it's worth. You're very lucky. I. I regard. am very aware. Um, and and I have realized that like some of my very closest friends, like just, it is not that they're not thinking about me. It is that. It is, that it's just not how their brains work, and I think that something that we have to remember and have to appreciate from what you're talking about here is like sometimes things, whether you're disassociating, whether you're whatever's happening, sometimes you're not the main character in your own story. That's true. And when you're not, I think life gets a lot harder. And, right, people act in a certain way when they believe they're the main character in ways, right? Like, and they act in, and and they they act act in a different, different way than when they, they know don't. that they're not. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. It's the reason we totally, like, shelve half of our bodies when someone more famous than us is around. <laughs> right, like, half of everything you are goes away the moment you run into into someone who has celebrity in some way, right? Because you're like... That's funny. Right, because you're thinking how... Not how do I want to be, but how do I want to be seen in right. part of it. Um... Let's talk about favorite characters. Uh, this season, this season was interesting. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna change this question. I should have done this in the show notes. You can pick a favorite villain, and you can pick another favorite character. I'll let you deal. first. Good deal. Oh, um, that was rude. <laughs> I can go first. Do you want me to go first? Change it on me. No, and... no, I I can go first. Uh, okay. The I cannot believe I'm about to say this. My favorite character this season is Bakugo. Um, I think that, and that was not true until two days ago when I rewatched it. But mm-hmm. Bakugo is different. And we saw that some of that happening last season, but he. Oh yeah, he's most improved in a lot of ways, right? He like, like still sucks, monkey butt, but he also like <laughs> is doesn't. <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it. Like 
He went from like I hate you, and I think that you kind of suck to, all right, dude, I get it. I get what you're going Grudging through. Grudging acceptance. Yeah, is, like I, is I the highest order of caring in Bakugo's I, life. I, yeah, it, it's like Bakugo is my favorite. I think that he has improved so much. It, it honestly like him in the joint training arc was so great just like he was a real hero and when he like saves his teammates like the whole thing was just great and then uh, there's this other moment where like he's trying so hard to be better than endeavor and then like just can't get the hint (laughs) it's like i was faster than you and shut up dude he's like oh i'm an idiot and like he has that moment of realization there's just like I, I don't know. He He's becoming a real boy, and I really appreciate it. And for what it's worth, uh, I I had to try really hard not to say Uraraka in this season because she also has some of those moments where you're like, oh, my God. The thing is, is she's sidelined for so much of it, right? Like, she basically just, get, just gets the joint training arc, whereas Bakugo gets way more episodes. Um, but her hugging Deku and like had that, that moment where she, I just want to give a special shout out to like when she's asking like who's there to, to protect the heroes like oh and she like jumps in there to like try and calm Deku down and it was it was uh, I might cry I might cry right now uh, my favorite villain um, it's it's so hard to Who, who, I, like, what are the limits of villains, right? Like, that's the other part of it's, this, right? It's like, like uh, who's the biggest bad guy of the of the season? There's a lot of bad guys. Yeah, there's some of them so are in the League of villains. there are so many bad guys in this season. I I think that the man, maybe now I'm gonna have our time. It's it's between two for me. Uh, first of all, are we saying that we can't say Endeavor for villain, and we can't say Endeavor for hero? I think that we can put front and center that Endeavor is in a, like, is, we have to even clarify, right? Like, whether or not he's a part of it, where he falls. I don't, he falls into, I don't think he falls into either category. Well, and that's meaningful, right? I think that's what sets him apart, right? He's not the favorite character of the season. He is the character of the season because all eyes are on him. It's so weird. It's like, um... Right, the narrative follows him closer than it falls just about anyone else. Oh yeah, we definitely got, and yeah, I we know the, everything Endeavor has done during the whole time. I I honestly don't even know if the Endeavor arc technically is over, for the manga as far as the manga to anime go, and I I will say this my, uh my I think Toga for what it's worth is is my favorite villain. Mm. Hers uh, is meaningful. I I almost went with her. I I think that. Toga, I so obviously I can't relate to anybody being obsessed with blood or whatever, but I can relate to be told to just smile, be quiet, look normal, act normal. Why are you so weird? Again and again and again and again and again. And I could probably do this for like a trillion times it's happened in my life. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. And I, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. 
And I I completely can understand how Toga has completely disassociated from her reality and how she doesn't want to be herself. She 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 doesn't want to be in her body because she has been taught that something is wrong with her body. Mm-hmm. Something is wrong with who she is. And um she also there's been so many moments with Toga throughout the seasons that so many other people caught on to that I did not. She's like a fan favorite. And one of the reasons she's a fan favorite is one, she's really cute. Like she's fun to she's she's fun, she likes to have fun. Um people also like that psychotic like nature of her. But there are certain moments where like um where she's at I mean, specifically with um I only know his his villain name. What is what is uh Split's actual name? Twice. Twice. What is Twice's actual name? Uh Twice's actual name, uh Jin Bubai Gawara. So like they, they have moments in season I think it's season three. A couple of we, times. We get a little bit of his background in yeah. a lot of places. But no, no, but them together. Like, when oh, we yeah, see yeah, them, yeah. when they're together, she's really nice to him. She's also really nice to, I don't know, she's, like, nice to different people. She also, like, doesn't hurt anybody when they're in the, when she, like, goes and gets Deku's blood. It's, she is, she, she's the one that I'm not sure is actually a bad guy. Hmm. Like I, well, I, I'm not the, sure Toga's a the villain. Place of her obsession is, is the disassociation. Powerful, well, is also powerful enough to get her to transcend sides fairly easily. One could think. Yeah, I, she. Right? Yeah, she's. But so that's part of the question as well, which is like, she has like some really cool powers that have an unfortunate like necessity to them. Well, and. On top of it, she's embraced being this way because it's better for the world to be scared of her than it is for them to step all over her. Well, and and I'd like you to reverse yours. I'd like you to do villain first, then hero. When we Good, because yours. we've already mentioned my choice. Oh, ooh, okay, hold on. Before we do, I want – that, that's, that's great. But I want to mention, like, the thing you just said encapsulates an entire part of the training arc, which is when – um. You know, uh, man, I'm gonna forget names, and I'm like, on, it's only because I'm on the spot. The the mind control. Uh, oh, that kid's cool. Yeah, yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, there are very similar powers. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, he has this whole flashback where people, the you know, he. I mean, and we even see it. In but season... their premise is the same, if right? You yeah, ask it's me. like this whole. The world thinks that I'm meant to be a villain, All like. Right. My power is that of a villain. And you have these preconceived notions of these people because of this thing Shinzo. that they're, they're Shinzo. Shinzo. Uh, Shinzo. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just. It. The, it's so real in our society where, today. Like we don't even have. But superhuman abilities. But still today. If somebody uh, is different, there are and... people who would behave as if money was a superhuman ability. 
I mean, money is a superhuman ability. Oh, I agree. Real. And they're doing being, it. They're doing born, it over being there for born sure. Into money is a superhuman ability. Um, it's just we need to. We as a society need to learn how to accept that people are different than us. Not us yeah. as in me and West, but that Spencer is different than West. Yeah. And I don't know, as somebody that was raised where everybody is made never mind, I won't get into this. West, go ahead. Who is your villain? Oh, I'm my my favorite villain from this season was twice. Uh I think he is just I mean, part of it is that he's the darn nicest dude at all times, basically, right? Like, uh, the the irony, right? And the intended pun is twice as nice, right? Like, that's not me making it up. That's them, uh, right? Uh, I think that he... I like his story. I like, I like the way he's on screen, right? Like, I don't much care what's happening to him or happening around him. When he's around, I'm happy about it, I think is part of it as well. And I also think that like his ability can be used for super cool combos, and I think whenever they do that, that's fun too. But like in general, as a as a member of the League of Villains, I enjoy when Twice is around and how they behave as a group more than when he's not. Which is like, you know, he's a he's a side he's like a side comic relief character, but he does it well, and I like him for it. It's so funny because like we've we've obviously had two now big points of 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 twice and in both situations like there's never a moment where i thought he was a bad guy which is kind of the question that's being called into here right no he's just like behaving almost morally with the tribal considerations he's already declared right like it's kind of what's happening at all times yeah like obviously he did something bad right Deciding he didn't like let's 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 look at him at his base, right? Or as he's behaving as a character right now in front of us, I think it's actually the place to look at him because if you take none of his backstory, none of what he's oh, done before oh, sure, who he sure. works with, he's ethical to the people he's agreed to work with. He's ethical to the people he meets on the streets. Oh, I think he goes above what he's ordered to do. Yeah, he goes above and beyond them, in some right? ways. Like, oh, for sure, I love that about him. Yeah, and he goes out of his way to do it. It's like I agree. that's entertaining as well. Um, and it's part of the reason why he's so great in those scenes where he is interacting with other characters as like a, um, but like in an extra way to his League of Villains role, right? He didn't show up with the League of Villains. He's just there and like, you know, he's interacting with, uh, you know, like things that are happening on the hero side. But like when that occurs, it's like, you know, everyone's better for it. Reminds me in a lot of ways of like when Uncle Iroh has like a one-off episode with someone just like kind of weird, like like Toph and Iroh is a really those good are the best episodes, right? I, I feel like we should do. In him. I feel like we should do an episode just talking about the Uncle Iroh adventures. Those are good. Like they're so good. Who's your favorite hero? I, it's so weird to have like called them these at this point, but like a student actual hero I, I mean i'm a i'm a huge bakugo fan in this season yeah i think that at all times do i like and i think that's part of why i love looking at this show and seasons is that like 
these characters grow and change and are meant to change in so many ways throughout the show that like seeing them now is always really cool because I like where all of them are at. Everyone's grown cool in class one A, right? Like and in off in many ways, class one B, even though we know less about them. Oh, there's some like really cool class one B growth. Oh, for sure, right? But they just have so much less screen time, right? right? And that's that's the unfairness we're talking about here anyways. Um, but like no character do I enjoy how they've improved more than young Bakugo. Interesting. He is absolutely like my character that like my eyes are on him because he's he's someone who has in a lot of his life heard the commentary of wow he has a lot of potential but some of the things really need to change for for him to have it and that change is clicked in many ways yeah i really like the flashback to his like i think it's in the christmas episode where there's a flashback to his conversation with Beth Genus. And he gets really vulnerable. Um, and I don't think a lot... I, I think that... This is just a complaint that I have about... Maybe it's not a complaint. I wish people would give more credit to writers. And sure. like look above the surface level of, of some things. I mean, we've had them in a conversation a lot of times, right? Where like, I'm like, I wish that you would see that they're literally making fun of like Mineta is a way to tell you that this action is not okay. Right. I agree. And with Bakugo, there's this moment that he's talking to best genus and it almost feels like he's going to cry. It's like, dude, I have, I've picked all these names and everybody says no to them because, and he's like, explore explosion, murder, murder, fire. Like, just kind of goes off and best genius gives him this advice and he's like these names are these names don't work because you're not looking towards what you want to be and what you want to achieve yeah and deku's like tell me what the name is and he's like no i'm not telling you i'm telling best genius like that's who i said i'd tell and then we find out like you know five minutes later that allegedly best genius is dead but like um but like that's one of his few attachments, right? Like, yeah, and that's that means something. To it, it was also just like the first time that somebody wasn't like, "No, you can't have that name. That's stupid." It's like something hey, that I really appreciate about a certain type of interaction that Bakugo has with the best genus, and I think also that he has with Endeavor, um, is that Bakugo's respect for things that are more powerful than him is high. Right, like he's got this like primal, like if I'm stronger than you, I'm better than you. If I'm more willing to use violence than you, I'm better than you. Right, like is the uh, like attitude he puts forward, like you know, like it's the reason why he's like arguing with Isa with uh, um, with their teacher, right? Um, like you know, that's someone who is going to outclass him every time, but isn't going to give him the fight he wants, right? Whereas like best genist also won't do that, but is even stronger at that particular skill, and Endeavor is just going to beat him at everything, right? Uh, yeah it's that means so much to him that he listens to those people in a way he listens to very few others and he is made to like look inwards in ways by those people all might can do it to him as well well and i think that all my the all my point is is one that we see a transition from a guy from a kid who is struggling to deal with his trauma from season three, I think from the beginning of season three sure. to, okay, 
I'm I'm ready to deal with this. I'm ready to to move forward. Um I mean it it's so funny that that you know we have that callback to season 3 even in the season where like you know isn't that the kid isn't that the kid that got kidnapped. Yeah. Right? Like Bakugo Bakugo feels like still still to this day feels like he killed the symbol of peace. Well, and on top of that, I think that uh, it's a person who wants to feel like he has agency in all moments yeah. of his life and more agency than you, right? Like, yeah. is part of it. And that was the moment where he had the least and it was very public, right? It was like, very I think public. that's a huge part of it. And for... I think that he also, I think that a huge, I mean, maybe I'm putting myself a little bit too much in Bakugo's shoes, but like, as a competitor, like, you know, as somebody who's competed at, yeah. at you know, at a, at a game at a very high level, I, I, I know that for me, I really wanted to beat those who came before me and show those people that I was better than them. Like, totally. Right. I, like I an wanted, acknowledgement from one of your greats is as good Yeah. As I can. like, I really wanted to just crush the people that like, I, I mean, I'll just say it on the, like, I wanted to crush like the you know these are names don't mean anything to people but like the Aaron Muranakas the like the the the, the old guard the, grinders yeah, the old guard grinders of Utah Magic like I that's yeah. all I wanted in the world and I think for Bakugo like he he not only looked up to uh All Might like he wasn't just All Might wasn't just his favorite hero but like he wanted to like crush all night in like the no totally like right it's like i want to meet learn from and talk to the best person ever and then i want to kick their butt right is how bakugo yeah. feels and and now he'll never get that chance and i think he's yeah. also well dealing with that trauma dealing with the loss so um yeah i i think that that kind of wraps up uh, favorite characters well i went we went a little longer than i want uh or not that i want i'm glad we had that conversation let's go into favorite storyline yeah uh, i let you go first last time do you want to do so actually, let me let me do this because uh, I want to explain to the listener something because it might have been confusing for some, and also it sometimes was confusing for me. So we have the pro hero arc episodes eighty nine and ninety, uh, then all ninety one to hundred was the joint training arc. So that was pretty smooth, right? And then it starts really jumping all around. Yeah, there's the rest of it is totally a a, a greater story <laughs> being told, right, from a lot of different perspectives. But the key is that lot of different perspectives, right? Like that's our different like kind of arc associations right. here. So the Meta Liberation Army arc is episodes 100, 108, 112. That one means nothing to me, <laughs> right? Like, right? Like that that naming is bad. But like, I think that the rest of this season, right? I think there's an arc that is properly ensconced, which is the Endeavor training arc. Yeah. So that one's 101 to 106. Yeah, and they're just doing things in chronological order before Dur- they, the setup yes. that they have to endure. Right, right? Like, exactly. And it's woven into, but then the rest of the season is just firmly this setting up of well, like, what kind has of changed. right because there's two there's two different things happening, right? Yeah. So episodes 107, which takes place immediately after the Endeavor Agency arc, technically takes place during and before the Endeavor arc. Sure. Then episode, then episode 108, all the way to episode 112, all take place also before and during the arc. And it actually, I think, bef- during the training arc. 
Yeah. And then episode 113 takes place at the end, which is with the kids again. Um, so we actually don't ever go back to that. So, so there's there's a lot of skipping around. There's a, there's a lot left unanswered also at the end. Oh, of the yeah. Episode, I mean, right? like there's a we we've only just done like, you know, season season six going to hit the ball rolling on this one. Right. Like conflict is already a brewing. Yeah, it's it's funny because like going into season five, if you're a manga reader, please don't spoil it in the comments of the YouTube channel or anything. Um, but like manga readers have been waiting us to get to this point for a couple years now. Yeah. And they thought it was going to be this season because we're in the Endeavor arc and it's apparently the, where stuff hits the fan, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and stuff has hit the fan, but it's also apparently not done hitting the fan. They're like, you guys just wait. They're Um, like, oh, no, yeah, you all got to wait longer. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I've only been hearing this for two years, but apparently it it keeps going. Uh, here's the thing. Um, I'm not a manga reader, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my favorite storyline, and it might not go again go with the arcs. Um, I'm pretty sure that's Endeavor Sun, and I think it's pretty obvious at this point. You're pretty sure who's Endeavor Sun? Like, am I? Or... What? Wait, what are you? I I I have lost the train here. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if I want to say this because I don't want to shatter the glass for people. So there's a fire villain, and there's a dead oh, son. Okay, never mind. I, I'm there now. Do, should I say it for the listeners? Do it. Okay. I'm going to get – I want to get his – I don't actually know if we have an actual name for him, actually. I'm trying to Google his actual name instead of his villain name. For and I we might not actually have his real name. One Bernie boy. Yeah, so it's Dobby for what it's worth. Yeah. But I don't. I'm pretty sure it's just Dobby. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm. I am pretty close to 100% sure now that Dobby is is the dead son. I can see it now that I'm looking at it with that eye. eye um, like it feels. This all feels like it's there. You know? So so it's so in the first episode. In the first episode, we get. Dobby saying, this is the first time we have ever met, right, Endeavor? Like, hinting at it. And then we get a constant reminder of this dead kid that also maybe isn't dead. Don't you know what, remember what happened to him? Like, he's gone. He's gone forever. He's lost. Oh, I have the name of that of that son. Is oh, Toya. yeah, yeah. What's his name? Toya Totoro. Toya, Toya. That's right. I, I, I am... I am quite confident that Dobby tried to master that Endeavor move, and that's how his whole body got burnt. And that, mm. anyway, I, I love the Endeavor arc. I think that it is. I I it made me appreciate um, that it's not my job to to. The internet has made us so good at, or so not good at it, like has broken down these barriers that need to exist, right? Like um, you said it really well that nobody's their worst action in, or nobody's their greatest accomplishment. They're, yeah. they're, that's just not how life and works. And when given fictional characters who have worst mistakes and greatest accomplishments that are compelling, right? That like get us going. Uh, like, Wait, hold on. 
Toya Goku is the is... dead the dead son. What's the name of yeah. the other son? Oh no no no! I, I was answering that part. But oh. as in, what's his? Oh full yes name? yes, I believe that. Right. If, he ha- if he if we haven't seen his full name otherwise, what's the name? Yeah, of his he, full I, name? I believe that he's Toya Todoroki. Yeah. Um. I I think I think that. I think that Endeavor also does a good job of under starting to understand because he that like man I'm not gonna be able to complete this thought. Uh, Endeavor does a good job of of starting to understand that he needs to give space, and he also maybe doesn't deserve forgiveness, hmm. and it's not his. He doesn't get to require it. Nope. He gets to he gets to just start. Um, to, I hate to steal it from you know Frozen too, but like he just has to do the next right thing. Yeah, and that's all he can do at this point. He can't he can't go back and change the past. He can do the next right thing. Phrasing it that way actually reminds me a lot of a different character from a very different series who has some of these similar qualities, named Dalinar, from uh, Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive. Which is a fantastic read. Whenever I am going to read it, for what it's worth. Uh, Somebody, somebody just the other day, it was like, I can't believe you haven't read this yet. You have to do it. And I was like, All right, I will. I I just choose not to recommend to people things that I know are generally. Aren't they like? Isn't it like thirteen books or something? Well, it's going to be well. The whole Sanderson library is most of a bookshelf on my bookshelves alone. Sure. And uh, I'm not really that complete on it, but there are four out of ten books in the Stormlight Archive, uh, and you know they're all a thousand pages. Sure, I I will probably read it. Either way, I I think that Endeavor, the Endeavor story is one that it's really good that it takes place in the season because it starts to ask the question. Like, we already hated Endeavor, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that if you watch the show and didn't hate Endeavor, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you should have. Um, and now... The thing is, is that in, you never... Endeavor didn't have good motivations for what... Like, there wasn't, like, this thing that Endeavor was trying to achieve that was, like, for the greater good or for... Well, and that's or, that's such what part of the cop-out of All for One, right? Like... Um, or I mean, one for all, right? Like that, that power has a, has a problem, which is that it in and of itself, its existence gives the owner the, the authority and the reason to do hero work because like it is for the good is it, it's how it's like framing itself. Sure, right? And that's yeah. something that needs to, and that's part of why it's so important to pick the right person to give it to. Right. Right. But like, you know, like, boy, do we not have to look at all might's motivations in the same uncomfortable lens that we have to look at endeavors. Yeah, I think for a very specific reason. I think that Endeavor's motivations were never good, right? And and even now he finds himself in this new place where he's like, man, my he's realizing he's like my motivations weren't good. I got and to now this... I have to be the best. Yeah, and now I also the goodest and... boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the goodest boy is right. Like I now have this number one spot that I didn't earn. And I don't, I don't know what to do, because I don't have my ducks in a row. Yeah. Oh, and boy, and are I, they not. And and not I never did. Yeah. And I think that. I think that it's an interesting story. I think that. 
Yes. Um, Very much yes. I don't know that I, I don't know that I like Endeavor. I like. I don't know that like like why that's like such an unhelpful word when referring to a character this complicated. Yeah, I I just I appreciate that Endeavor is trying to do the next right thing. Oh yeah, and like season five is the best season for most of these characters to look at, as to the all of the past is the past. What am I doing now? Right. I think that more than anything, characters in this season are doing that. Right, they're like all of my assumptions, all of the places I've been, and the things I've been told to be, like all of that is whatever it has been. But now, who do I need to be? What do I need to do? And why? I do have absolutely what this is about. Before we move on to your favorite storyline, I do have to acknowledge that other people do believe that Deku is actually uh, Endeavor's other kid. Um, for what it's worth, it's another fan theory. Uh, that one doesn't have the same poetry to me. His father, his father is a fire user. That's why they sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What's your favorite storyline in this one? Oh, I actually love the espionage. The, the questionable teeter totter. Like, am I actually preserving my morals? Like, you know, that's the most of everything that's going on here, right? Like, how do I balance this espionage that I'm doing because I think it's going to result in the most good with the fact that doing it is absolutely slippery sloping me every darn minute I'm doing it. And I'm still, like, having to keep it cool in front of everyone. He has to walk such a careful line. Are you talking about Hawks? Yeah. Yeah. Hawks Hawks um I would just want to ask you, do you think that do you think that Best Genius is dead or do you think that was something else? So somebody's dead, I, right? There's a dead I, body in a bag that looks like death, Best Genius. Yeah, I, I I mean I can't even begin to guess at like how they would go about making that not Best Genius, but that's an interesting question to raise. Um I'm going to say no. I also don't think he's dead. I don't think it's him, so I'm glad. But I will say that uh, I find the prospect of him actually going through with it compelling from a story perspective as well. The thing is, is that Hawks is interesting in the espionage way because, like, I like that you said, like, that line he has to walk, right? Like, how do I let Endeavor know what's going on? without breaking i do i do love a good secret code hidden in a book (laughs) like that i was all dude and endeavor reading was just great like that part was fun too can we talk about the singularity event by the way really quick before we move on from this subject because this is like kind of wild right uh so this is like this is so I, obviously, this was written way before 2020, right? But, like, yeah. this is the most, like, stuff that people would believe in 2020. And then also, maybe it's real is what we're getting from the show. Well, and even, like, the way it's worded. I mean, it's putting itself in, like, the same, like, realm of... And I actually think it's kind of lazy of, like, 
and not like lazy, but also like it, it, it recurs in real life as well. But like these putting a lot of effort on like the the danger of a revolutionary ideology and the willingness to use force to back it up, right, is what's being laid down on the table here in this case, in the case of uh, the season one bad guys of Legend of Korra, um, right? Like, we've we've seen this kind of, like, who are these people and what are they trying to do in ways, right? It depends on which side you're on, right? Because there's actually totally. multiple, like, we've got the... what. Uh, have you seen the new My Hero movie, by the way? No. Oh, man. Uh, what are you doing this weekend? I haven't seen weekend? any of the My Hero movies. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> um, yeah, I, so I won't, I won't spoil this because I think that the new My Hero movie is great. Okay. Um, the thing that you're saying about is reversed, though, right? Because what we're talking about in with the army is they want a world in which they can use their quirks yeah whereas in Korra, they want a world without no no, no. That, that, that's bending. what's crazy right is that the ideals could be totally different of these things but the way that we talk about these groups that are in the like the the masked shady realm of messing around with new things and uh like a threat to our core society right like basically these are just reframings of the communist party in uh oh yeah they are the western world right that's what's going on here i think i think that one of the things about the singularity event that is interesting to me is this 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 problem that exists in the world and obviously this happened i mean maybe 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 i'm not giving the writers enough credit but like just because just because something makes sense in your head does not make it true facts and the whole purpose of science and other you know and just the well the scientific method let's just talk about that is to you know question things and to use critical thinking and i think that there's so much um, I don't know. There, the, there's there there are really good questions being asked in this season about that. No, totally. I mean, the question of how do we legislate, how do we protect, how do we restrict, how do we um guard from yeah. difference has come to a fore here, right? Like, because that's what heroes are ultimately doing is they're like guarding the threshold at which like you're allowed to use your powers. Well, and and. It's obvious in lots of ways that this society is broken. Yeah. And it 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 is obviously art is a reflection of the world that it's built upon, right? And you know, if you listen to Thrawn, like you can learn a lot about a society by its art. And I think that this art is telling us that our society's broken. That yeah. we are not viewing different people uh the right way. And this that's that's what the season's telling us. Let's move on to could be betters. I have one could be better for this season. Um and it's kind of a it's kind of a weird one. Uh but it is a could be better for the entire series. Mm. And I 
don't know if this was a last minute plan or if, but like, I do not appreciate uh, Shigaraki's story being shoved down my throat like that. Hmm. I thought that it was heavy handed and I was not prepared for it. And I actually had a mental breakdown. Um, when you say not shoved down your throat, like what, what, what would have, what, what's the, what's the fix? What's the remedy? Is it over a longer time? Is I don't it know. A, I like, just way, or... give me, give me like, give me some idea that he, a like trigger warning. Cause I think no, that could be real. I mean, that, that could have helped. That might've helped, but like, I don't know. Just like show me that he, like just, it felt it felt kind of thrown on in some ways that like, Oh, he's just completely black blocked this out. Right. Like there's no, like give me every season. Give me one moment that shows that he is struggling or like, give me anything. It felt, I, I felt like he always had that. Cause he's always had the unstable quality to him. That level of like, I sometimes he doesn't even know the space he's in. Yeah, I I guess maybe I missed it. I I don't know. It was here's the thing is well, he's uh, just decided on a nihilism route to dealing with tragedy, right? That's a big part of it. Yeah. Uh I feel like you're you're taking my could be better and trying to fix it. No, uh, I'm just I'm just <laughs> interrogating it. That's all. I I don't I don't need the interrogation. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're okay. I just like it was too much. Um Yeah. My my wife and I are watching the season still, and the reason we're still watching it is that we got to a point in the show where, I sit, where my wife can't watch something, like, super sad before she goes to bed because she also sure. gets bad dreams. And so we just literally haven't picked this back up together. And a lot of your television is right before you go to bed. Right. And it's just like, yeah, we can't, we can't watch this before you – like, we just can't. And it felt so sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's just for me that it felt so sudden. Maybe, maybe West, maybe it didn't feel sudden for you, but like, it was like, Hey, there's this spoiled brat that's gotten everything he's ever wanted. And, and the thing is, is that we knew, we knew some things, right? Like we knew that like, you know, that, uh, we knew that all for one tricked him. Right. But that's, that's not how it comes across. Like, that's not even how it comes across. It literally comes across like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 that episode was traumatic for me. And I don't even know that I processed yeah. it still. And I've watched it two times or three times now. Like yeah. it was too much Sure. Uh, for one episode with zero buildup in a way that I think I'm not used to in my hero. The thing is, there's like tons of episodes like this in like, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood in like I watched tons of anime that have this thing happen. No, right? it's true that like it's Trauma just... Dump episode about the villain's past is a actually a, a time honored tradition. Yeah, like it was just like it was too much. Uh... It's funny because I hear that like it doesn't even do the the manga justice on like how sad it is, and I'm like, I well, that's it. that's great because like. I literally, more. I didn't, I didn't need more than that. Um, no, I, I don't get me wrong. I, I'm not diminishing it anyway. I think it did hit like a brick. Yeah, I like, uh, I'm sick to my stomach right now talking about. Like, then let's move on. No, I, I, I want to talk about it still because maybe I'm processing it live on the episode. Great. But I, I, 
Um, life is really unfair. Yeah. And. And that's not fun. And that's fundamentally not an excuse to be a bad person. Right? No, it's, it's like, it's obviously what, not, but like th this uh, anime and every other there, anime is saying, there's right? A, like, but there's more to it. There is a, a part in the Aragon series, uh, where Murtaugh is talking about like, like I don't I Aragon oh, man, I don't want to like spoil it for people who haven't read it who are like reading along with the episodes. How so to redeem yourself? Yeah, when it, you it's just aligned like aligned yourself with what you what you realize well, to be the wrong side or were trapped by or, the wrong side. Or yeah, it's almost like am I am I a bad person or am I doing the best with what I've been given? Yeah, and like. Shigaroth's been giving nothing. Yeah. And even worse than that, like, like the thing that he could have used as his beacon of hope was taken away from him by All Might's, uh, pr the previous uh, owner of the power, like being ostracized from the, like, it's like, there's a family dynamic where like the family is pretending that this person that could have been his beacon of hope doesn't exist. And then like, it's just all, it was so much, and um, I legitimately, I legitimately feel bad for this character that I had no feelings for before, and that is not a could be better. It's that you think it went too far. Uh, no, I just think it went too fast. I think okay, it was. Yeah. I think that 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 you could have given me in season one, you could have given me this moment where mm -hmm. a line is said where he like shivers. Or there, there was, or in the mall. Like there are so many opportunities to give me glimpses into this. Well, I will rather say that than literally putting a brick in a bag and hitting me in the face with it felt and, inappropriate. And it's, it's also twofold, right? Because it's putting a lot on you at once, and it's denying a lot for a long time, right? Like right, and that's frustrating, right? I do think that like his motivations were always the least transparent, and. and Honestly, beforehand. if your goal was to uh, incite emotion in me, they did it. Yeah. Like, that worked. I just didn't But that's a vulnerability it. you grant to anything you choose to watch, right? right. Like, yeah. You it's especially, true. right? Like, you don't no, sit down true. to watch anything without, it, without accepting that I, it could have an um, emotional impact on you. I, I never wanted to hug a horrible piece. It's so funny. There's a... Uh, this is just a, I don't know if it's a weakness or a strength of mine, but like there's a, there was a just horrible, horrible human of a magic player in Utah that had, had a really a hard time. Uh, he got like a divorce and like all this crap was happening to him and like he was having a bad time and I just wanted to reach out to him and be nice. And like, you know, the next time we saw each other, he was like, you know, just tried to cheat again and like was a total dick. And it was the, like, I don't know if I have this weakness of, seeing the humanity in somebody and instantly wanting to, I don't know, just thinking that they just need that one little push. It's like the, it's like the, the, um, what's the word for? It's like when, you know, the stereotype of girls trying to fix bad guys. Hmm. I have that just problem with people where like, I just want to like, Maybe I can be the thing that 
Yeah. It's just nice to them and stuff. And that's all. I, I just wanted to hug Shigaraki. And obviously you can't hug him, right? Because you'll die. But like, uh, it was, I don't know. It was, it was tough. What about you? Any could be betters? Well, I mean, first off, the, the it is cruel for nature in this world, I think, is actually the source we're saying for most quirks, right? Like, it's just natural evolution, right? Like, this is just a thing that's happened that um, a, like, you know, and the the character who in X-Men who is the same thing, right, where basically anyone they touch, like, dies, right? Like, that is a, that is a life-changing ability, and, like, the inability, like, can't turn it off, it just happens, right? Like, is a I'm just saying, Massive rogue. Trauma for rogue anybody. never. Rogue never tried to end. Like, no, man. no, no. I'm just saying. Well, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Right. Like, but also when Rogue's abilities developed versus when his developed, a lot less understanding of it, a lot higher need of human touch. Just period. And at a point where it is regularly given by just a matter of expectation. And, you know, human instinct and love, but also mostly just like it's going to happen, right? Like it was going to go wrong. It was going to go wrong fast and it was going to go wrong in not understandable ways. And that is just a tragedy in and of itself with the writing here. What's your could be better, West? I, my could be better is, <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm, I'm just exploring that further. I had no interest in criticizing anything at that okay. point. Because I you would agree I agree with you that the hitting us that hard that fast was hard and like it, it could stretched out better. I I the thing is is like, but it is a compelling story. That's I it. I think that if their goal was like to shake me to my core, awesome. Um, I just I just don't know that I agreed to that after episode seven or I just don't even know that I agreed to it like. Through the first four seasons, I don't even know that I agreed to it up until that point, right? Like, yeah, I, like it was, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was like, oh, maybe we should tell him when he's older. Maybe we should thing, tell him when he's older. The thing is, is like older. when you watch something like um, uh, Full Malco's Brotherhood, right? You, you know, seven minutes into the show, like, oh, well, this is. This is something that's happening. Yeah, yeah. The, the way we me. got where we are here now yeah. is Episode really messed up. Episode two, a dad takes his dog and his daughter and, like, murders her. Like, come on. Like, yeah. that show you realize right away, oh, okay, this is what I signed up for. And because it's so early, it's like a meme known around the world, <laughs> right. right? Like, uh... That is not my hero. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like... All of a sudden, I gotta be quiet because like my wife has not seen this episode. But like all of a sudden, this small abused child, who is like, it's has the saddest story. All of a sudden, like murders the person closest to him, and doesn't know what's going on. Murders the next person. Murders the next person, and then is confronted by his abuser. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I maybe I will. Like, yeah. it is like nothing's real anymore. Anyway, it's right? like, too much. It's yeah. Too much. Um all right. Uh my could be betters. I mean I really love this show and I think that like it took me in places that I couldn't have advised it in, right? Like it like this this season had things in mind that I couldn't have supplanted. Right? Like I couldn't have thought of anything close to as interesting as that. And that in and of itself is like pretty great and hard to criticize. Um
You don't have to have one for a while. I don't have one. I it's, really don't. Like, I, I, think it, I like, had a pretty big feeling watching this season that it would be your favorite season so It's far. true that it, it, it narratively works out the way I want it. it yeah. It's like it's really fun funny considering in the front, shit gets real in the, the best, back. The best part of this whole thing is that you could be better for the last season is how the last season, like, I don't like it. It's not a concise story. And then, like, you want, you're like, oh, my God. Just... All right, for what it's worth, uh, you just take the hype from last season, put it into this season, and there's my complaint, right? It's not. It's a bad distribution of hype is what, is what I'm saying. No, it's not. <laughs> I have so many lovets for this season, but I'm going to let you go first because I'm going to rapid fire mine. Uh, I love structured games. Love a chance for everyone to show off what they what they've done lately. I love getting deeper on the villains because we love re- relatable villains on this show where they can be found. Uh, I'm I don't know. I really had a good time with all of it. I think that My Hero Academia is fantastic. I don't know. I, I'm a huge fan. I have a few. Uh, pretty big love it. Um, I love the vestiges moments and like this this um, I I really appreciate this 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 thing being more than just a piece of hair that Deku ate, right? Like it's it is this this you know All Might kind of explains it in season one, but like it is two quirks combining, right? The ability to take on multiple quirks, the ability to pass on multiple quirks, plus this other thing. Yeah. And then what's really funny is that this is the first time that this is manifesting itself, right? Where um, you start to learn more about what Deku can become and what, how he can be different. Grow past all my, yeah. Yeah. Grow past and be different than All Might, right? Yeah. And also, we learn straight up just why is this so much harder for Deku than it was for All Might? And it's because it's because every time it passes, it gets it 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 gets it takes everything that that All Might has and goes and on. All Might pushed it far. Yeah, that's I think a big part of yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's really true. So like, I really love the one for all stuff in this. Um, I. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. That uh, if this show, so I have had part of my hero spoiled for me because of TikTok. And now you're threatening to do it for all of us. I, That's I'm fair. not going to do it for anybody on the show, but I I want to say the declarative statement that if Uraraka and Deku do not end up together, I will throw away everything I have of my hero. Wow. That is the cutest couple. To ever exist, uh, everyone who ships Bakugo and Uraraka are that you need to go into a mental hospital. I, um, I hold on, I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to process. Uraraka is exactly what Deku needs, and Deku is exactly what she needs. And obviously, these are like 15 year olds, and I, you know, I, but. It's not my fault that's how the writers are writing it. And obviously, Japan is different. I think they're age... And uh, they briefly entertained her not being a 15-year-old. So also, like, 
that's already complicated. Well, they were actually both older for what it's oh, worth. Oh, okay, sure. So originally, I think they were both senior students at 18 years old. Oh, okay, but the in the original high writing, plot makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So originally, they were both 18 years old entering high school, um, or maybe he was a junior and she was a senior. Either way, they they originally they were both older. Um, anyway, Uraraka is this. Um, her her name for what it's worth means goodness or something. Uh, like it is literally her personality is that of of comfort and I it, it's I don't know what about this character I love so much, but like uh, I feel like if if you know if she gave me a hug I'd feel better, and the fact that she like wants to be a hero that does that fits her so well. Yeah. And the fact that like Deku wants to be a hero that gives hope fit fits him so well because he's full of hope. And I just I I this season and some of the moments showed that better than other moments. Um and obviously we're getting I mean as as for those who don't know, the manga is going to end next year, which means we're probably getting two to three more seasons total. I would guess too, for what it's worth, because they do a lot of of the sh- the manga really quickly in this show. It's really fast paced. Yeah. That's just how it. That's just how it works. Yeah. So we're we're maybe getting two more seasons of the show, which is why I think that they made such a huge push for this interaction between, like that moment where she's hugging him and like this that like it is very clear that they're like okay. We're going to either set you up for complete heartbreak or make you really happy. Yeah, um, probably both over time. It's probably both. I I just, I really loved that moment. I thought that like that moment where she is, she, she does a really good job of like questioning what it will take for her to be that comfort hero. Right. That person who brings comfort to those while while being a rescue hero while being uh i mean that's hard right being a rescue hero is like i can't like think of being a firefighter and like or a nurse like all of these frontline heroes totally. that we have today and uraraka's job is to that she wants us to to be the face that they see as they're in some of their worst moments um so uh my other favorite my other lovets for this are just the the Toga and Twice interactions. I thought that was really great. Um, I just I thought the whole thing was when when Twice just pops off and like the whole fight changes was great writing, really funny. It was just it was really good. And then um, I, I I'll give another shout out to. An ep- our, I'll give them our first shout out to an episode that we didn't even mention, which is the single episode. Um, I should pull it up, but just when um, it, it was actually, it was actually, we had actually watched the next episode. Uh, we actually had to switch shows because we watched that episode, then we watched something else, so that everyone could go to sleep. But just the, um, I'm gonna, oh man, the new power, not this one. It's this one. Uh oh, is it even after that? It's the one where they have to go to the prison to see if their friend was uh was dead. 
Um, uh, it's more than a hero than anyone. Uh, where Izawa and President Mike go to the prison. Um, yeah, with... to talk to uh, All for One. No, 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 not for all. To talk to Kogagiri. Oh, uh, right, to, yeah. Uh, Kogagiri to see if he was the corpse of their friend. Yeah. And he was. And it was... I remember I remember the first time I watched that episode. I've seen it I've seen it I think three times now. Um One of the things that I guess this is a different level. One of the things this this uh, this season did a really good job of is it really really made me hate um uh all for one. Like Oh yeah, no, he's like at the center of everyone's it, tragedy. It's, it's so funny cuz like I think in our in our uh, when we were writing our villain bracket, we were like, he's not even interesting. And now I'm like, no, I, I like. Well, that's because he's the least interesting the most when he's in, when he's the most involved in front of you. Right? Yeah. Hearing about his machinations over years and decades. Yeah, it, it's. Are way scarier. It's nuts. Um, and I'll give a little, I'll give a little other love it. Uh, if you watch episode one of Hero, My Hero Academia, Deku goes to the doctor. Um, to and they take a picture of his foot, and I'm pretty sure the doctor in episode one of My Hero is the same doctor that works for All for One. Hmm. That's interesting. So go go look at that. Those are probably my biggest lovets. Do you want to rate this thing? Oh, woo! Zero I to five. You, you rated a woo. Uh, zero to like five. A... I am going to give this season a five. Um, while I do believe that that hit me like a truck, I am not going to pretend like I could have done better. I don't know what the, like I am, I'm not the one writing the show and um, it, maybe it was, I don't know. Maybe there should have been a trigger warning. Maybe I'll give it a 4.5. Give me a trigger warning before the episode. Just be like, Hey, you know what? We, we know that we've been getting darker, but it's about to... Yeah, be ready for this one. Yeah, it's about to be a little different. And, and like, it, is, it, it could be, like, a narrative one, right? Like, that's the thing, is it could be, like... So then we were looking at all of this, and this was getting hard, right? Like, it, it could totally be, like, in Midoriya's voice. I, yeah, I, I, whatever, right? I wish that it, something else had happened. I'll, I'll still give it a five. I think that it is... I assume you agree. I assume this is actually your favorite season of the show. It's five for five, baby. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, there's quite a few things to love. I We didn't mention it, but like if you watch the season again, anyone who hasn't watched it, there's actually a, it actually says my villain academia during that arc and has like a separate, yeah. uh, like decrepit opening it, it. There's so many really cool little things that this season does. I, I it is. Things got real. We just went from like Dragon Ball into I don't even know like into Brotherhood. I think is like the transition or like maybe Yu Yu Hakusho Dark Tournament art. I don't know. Like it got so dark so fast. Yeah. The weirdest thing is you go from like oh we're learning to use our quirks to oh, like. Yeah. Season one to season to the end of season two, like season two is where we really start to get like a well, little stain, dark. Like stain is pretty dark, right? Like, that's what like, I'm oh, saying, man. right? Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh man, like stain's stain's kind of 
that's, and, that's and a... like the I, I would say that the the show is darkest when those that the society is casting as the villains feel the most like compelling to us right like the most like their motivations are understandable they're like you know making a different choice than most people would make but like you understand how they got there and why they're doing it and what they want and who it is for and how it's not just in the pursuit of like supreme corrupted power i i love this season um it almost felt like a different show to be honest yeah uh i mean the the once once the once the endeavor stuff stuff started after the after the joint classes are oh also huge love it we should have said this but just like those those battles between the classes oh i uh, yeah for sure no like yeah, just keep, unbelievably fun yeah i'm just absolutely one of the the most fun uh like tense like you know like yeah. i i love a good high tension no stakes yeah, yeah That's it good was stuff. it was good i i think that it just once once you start asking the questions that endeavor asks it's a different show. You're just like, you're, you're watching a different show. And it's not like, it's not like tough questions weren't asked before, right? Like you got Coda asked really tough questions. Like, True. you know, he, he was like, I don't want to be a hero. I don't, I wish my parents weren't heroes, but this is something else. This is, this is society is broken. It's breaking people. We are a victim of our circumstances. Yeah. Can it even be fixed? And that's where we leave this season, right? Like, yeah. that's the crazy part, right? Like, yeah. It's like, um, and, like, that, you know, that's as good a place as any for us to, to leave it, right? Yeah. Like, leave our conversation. It's a, uh, we, we're, we're fives around. It, if you're watching this now, if you're watching us right now and you haven't seen it yet, be aware. Yeah, we, we tell your warning. <laughs> tell your friends about the one episode. Um, do everyone a favor. But uh, we... I, we are all anticipating when we can have this next conversation. Yeah. We have season six in within us, but that's not going to be for a while. Uh, fall of 2022, first episode should come out. So, oh, it's not that long then. It's basically already fall. Uh, I mean the the rate at which uh, pandemic time moves, it is tomorrow and also in five years. Yeah, it is tomorrow and never. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, where can people find you, West? Oh, you can find me at East underscore monotone on Twitter, M-O-N-O-T-O-N-N-E. Uh, you can find me in the Heasy Game Media Discord. You can find me in person in Salt Lake City. I live here. I don't know. <laughs> don't come to my house. You can Yeah, that would be weird. Uh, you can find me at yeah, personal boundaries, people. Personal boundaries. You can find you me. You know at... what? A second thought you can't come find me. <laughs> We did on episode 300 of Constructive Criticism. We did this segment right. More people find you, and the first person was Casey uh, Bloodworth, and he says, "You don't need to find me." <laughs> that was. <laughs> it's like, it was really funny. That's uh, good. Anyway, uh, you can find me at H. You can find me as well on the Constructive Criticism podcast. Um, I have already started a, a series on Valheim where I try and beat the entire game this year on solo mode. Um, I'm My editor 
the edits, constructive criticism, and some of my other podcasts and other projects. I've given him too much work, so he can't edit the series. Uh, so I'm looking for a new editor for that. Um, but I, I have some people in mind that are that are interested. So anyway, uh, you can find me on the YouTube channel here where as soon as I find an editor, we'll get stuff up again bi-weekly. I'll also be doing Constructed Clash and Smash Best of Fives, one on the Constructed Criticism YouTube channel, one here on this YouTube channel, Best of Fives being in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate with Matt Kling. Um, yeah, and then you can find me every week on this show. Uh, uh so we have we have two options for next week's show, West, uh, or two weeks from now show. You ready? You you're gonna pick live on the air for these people. I, I realize. Yeah. So what is technically scheduled is Star Wars sequels. Okay. The one after that is Pokemon Arceus First Impressions. So hold on, but we also have a guest episode that we need to schedule. Or Matt Kling will be doing our need to nerd Super Smash Bros. Oh, true. I, I mean, think we should get I Arceus. Think I will be it, going to acquire Pokemon Arceus tomorrow, and I will be no lifing this weekend. But I'm not really sure yet. Okay. Uh, okay. So next week will be Pokemon, or two weeks from now, will be Pokemon Arceus first impressions. Good deal. Thank you everybody so much for listening like sub leave a comment let us know if you don't like pokemon arceus you don't like star wars sequels don't leave a comment about that actually i just don't actually want to read that um <laughs> don't like matt kling leave a comment let us know yeah that that <laughs> brag on matt kling come do it in the discord where uh where we can we can monitor it more effectively yeah. no but i also we, we need to sharpen our ability to do that. So, like, let's practice together. Yeah, like sure, sure. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Like, sub, leave a review, leave a comment. Those are the number one ways you can help. Check out the Discord. Check out the Patreon. Thank you so much. Um, and keep it plus ultra. <laughs>